Coming to you pre-recorded in multiple locations. Don't get in fist fights with your dog. And I think that would be hella rad. We're your hosts, Andrew and Nathan. Nathan, how are you doing today? Pretty good. Did you say don't get in the fist fights with your dog? Yeah. I mean, it seems like a simple <laughs> request, right? Don't get in fist fights with your dog. Is that like a, a plea to the general public? Just like, just don't do it, please. Yeah, it's like I'm trying to get at the new slogan of the HSPCA, or I, I think that's right. Yeah, whatever one. We yeah, humane society. Basically, like Bob Barker had like spay and neuter your pets. I want people to start saying, "Don't get in fist fights with your dog," or dogs for that matter. Yeah, I mean, if you have a, multiple, it doesn't give you a free pass could, to punch them. <laughs> that could get dangerous because I mean, when it's only one dog, you've got uh two fists and they got one mouth to get you so you have an advantage but as soon as the ratio gets equal or greater than in terms of dog mouths to fists then you're in trouble yeah not only is it just a bad idea in general but it's just a poor strategy i get you okay uh so uh we have some non-sponsors we'd like to uh not thank yeah yeah always always gatorade first and foremost um but we don't have to get into that. The second one is, uh, I remember when I was a kid, um, this uh, one of the other classmates I had, he had a Adidas brand clothing, and it was a complete ripoff of Adidas. So I'm saying <laughs> I no, say. saying no to Adidas. We'll never. Um, yeah, I, at first I'm like, did you just mispronounce that? Or uh, I'd like to say that Snapple is also not a sponsor. They lost my business after they got rid of. Uh, the glass bottles and went to plastic. Oh, I I'm on board. Yeah, it's like you're just fucking lemonade and bullshit and plastic bottles like everybody else now. You don't stand out. Yeah, I'll go fucking get in Arizona for ninety nine cents now. Thank you. That's where it's at. If shout out to Arizona uh, drink products if they want to sponsor us. Yeah, actually, yeah, I would solicit them for sponsorships. Yeah, yeah, any day. We'll, we'll get working on that. Update you guys later. Um, what are you drinking today? Um, I think it's the same as last time. I know it's been a little while since recorded, but uh, it's a Dead Guy Ale. It's the last one that I have, so I'm cherishing it. Nice. I've got um, St. Archer Guava Ghost. Pretty good. They have it in different, like, they release it seasonally with different uh, fruits for the ghost. And their blackberry was probably my favorite. God, that's the white, whitest thing I've heard all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you ever had guava before? Like the f- actual fruit? No, only like the juices or whatever. Yeah, it's it's a strange. The texture's like really weird. Like it feel it tastes good, but because if it's not really cold, it just seems like wrong. It almost like if you were to eat ice cream with that same consistency but it wasn't uh cold hmm. yeah that may not be super pleasing yeah passion fruit's another weird one that you always get mixed in with like drinks and flavored but raw it's just these like snotty seeds like in a like a kind of a hollow fruit i, I don't even think passion fruit is, should be in anything anyways i don't understand their lobby they must have like a fucking rock star pr guy because it's Dude, whatever you know, it's, it's everywhere. Delicious. I'm their PR guy. Passion fruit is fucking delicious. Even with the gross texture, 
which is I get now why they try to just mix it in with things instead of give it to you raw. It still tastes amazing. It's like candy. Well, they they made it work. Yeah. Uh, you want to uh, roll us into our first topic of discussion? Yeah, just just real quick. I mean, been watching a lot of sports as, as uh, the playoffs continue, and and they're really beating the hell out of this Jurassic World thing. And um, now that we're on movie two of Jurassic World instead of Jurassic Park, I've just kind of been bouncing around my head. How how many do you think they're actually going to make at this point uh, with Chris Pratt and? Uh, you know, are they going to make it another trilogy? Is it going to be a fucking Star Wars thing where now it's just going to be until the end of time we get more and more Jurassic World movies? Or I have seen um, that trailer like a few times, but yeah, definitely not as much as you. I was thinking, I was just glad to see Jeff Goldblum back in the series. And I was like, as long as he's uh, alive and willing to do Jurassic Park movies, then I guess I'm on board. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it just seems like how many stories can you make about the dinosaurs on the island? And then once they get off, it's like everything's fucking going to shit. Like, if they destroy the world, then it's like, how do you continue that? Is it like Jurassic Park apocalypse? Right. And But my thing is, I think they may go the Planet of the Apes direction where they were like, oh, yeah, now they're out in the world. We're going to make, like, five movies about the war against the humans and the dinosaurs. I, I don't know. It just feels like they're the only reason they're making this one is to catapult more movies. Yeah. My guess would be they get like two more and then it dies down for another like 10, 15 years. And then they come out with Jurassic planet. That'd be great. Actually. And now I'm uh, I'm kind of shifting my perspective on it. I, I was kind of down about it. <laughs> the prospect of Jurassic Planet really excites me. So It'll be like Jeff Goldblum as an old man. He's even older. He's already old. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. They'll have to do a hologram projection of him at that point. Have you seen those YouTube videos of him uh, talking, like doing Mac commercials, and they slow his voice down so he just sounds like a drunk? <laughs> yeah, those are, those are great classic videos. If anyone listening hasn't seen them, uh, they're they're good for a great uh few chuckles uh fucking put it on it's good a lot of those uh you slow down a lot of audio and it gets it uh the effect much for funnier. yeah the effect for Jeff Goldblum though it just it's it's heightened for some reason I don't know what it is about his uh, voice and those specific commercials but it just it's what he's saying and how he's saying it that's just works perfect for slow motion once once I saw the the slowed down laughing baby ones that was the end of uh that genre for me it was funny but i'm like okay i've had enough of uh it's where it jumped the shark for you the laughing babies yeah like it just sounds like a fucking hearty old fat dude laughing now i don't really care whatever so yeah i would guess they got like two six to six two yeah two more jurassic uh world movies and then four Jurassic Planet movies in 2030. All right. Well, I appreciate you fucking giving that some thought. I know it's kind of a odd question, so thank you for indulging me. No problem. Um, the other thing, <laughs> the other thing I did want to talk about was, um, it was a very interesting conversation I had with uh, a friend that uh, is vegan, um, and they gave me <laughs> something to think about, some food for thought. Uh, ironically. 
um, it, it, <laughs> she was mentioning this thing, chicken vigils, and my mind, I'm like, okay, I kind of know what vigils are, but chicken vigils in the context of a vegan telling me I, I had to know more. I'm like, please explain. Um, so apparently what they do is, and mind you, this person I was talking to is vegan and and is not down with this, <laughs> what they do. Um, but uh, she explained it is where they go to early morning um, or late night, however you interpret it. But basically early morning where they are loading up chickens for slaughter uh, and they go like give them like final moments of love. Or that's what, how they interpret in their head, how they twist this around. Um, and to me, it was just so ridiculous it seemed like the most self-serving thing you can do like it's a fucking chicken doesn't understand what's going on almost at any time let alone like the five minutes between when it's taken from the existence it knows and put thrown into a fucking truck like you're gonna give it a hug and like that's gonna impact it in some way the fucking chicken has no idea what's going on and then secondly you're you're it's like a way for you to just feel good about yourself for not really doing anything like it, it just it was a pretty interesting thing. And I thought it was also interesting that another vegan was like, why are we doing this? So um, it just kind of I wanted to bring it up and get your thoughts about like how vegans operate and, and kind of the psychology behind it, you know? Yeah, my first thought when you're telling me about this is like, I want to see a video of these chicken vigils and I want to see if. That if the uh, crowd of people giving the vigil is a hundred percent white, because I can't imagine anybody else wasting their fucking time with like just this ridiculous level of like sympathy for fucking animals. Nobody else has that kind of like time where everybody else has to do work and like get shit done. And <laughs> yeah, uh, my approach to all of that shit with vegans and stuff when they when they have like all these issues with like the animal cruelty is trying to uh i guess relate the suffering of the animals that you're eating to the plant the suffering of the plants that they only eat like pointing out that the all this scientific research showing like plants actually have like some level of like awareness so when you're fucking eating them it's I wouldn't argue to a sane person that it's just as uh that it's the same but I mean if they're already going down this ridiculous path of like not eating meat because of like all the cruelty reasons then I'll definitely try to uh pass the argument off on them but it's so absurd like well my thing too it's like okay I mean I'm on board with not like torturing animals and stuff you know don't get me wrong but uh you know but there's different ways to like make change in the world. Like I don't think hugging a chicken <laughs> in the in the fucking early waking hours in the morning is actually ever going to do anything. Or like staging a blood protest at a fast food restaurant or some shit. You're just like ruining somebody's day. You're not like improving anything. Um, and, and you know, to their point, there's obviously cruelty exists for animals and and people. Uh, you know, throughout the world. <laughs> Um, and, and, but the thing that bugs me being like raised in a farm environment or with livestock is like, you have to really live with them to understand, uh, their like, um, intellectual capacity 
and and which animals which livestock animals actually do have like capacity to feel things um or be more empathetic to them like the chicken is if you spend time around animals and you spend time around chickens you know that they don't understand like five seconds from what just happened they they literally have no like recollection (laughs) they're like fish it's it's insane to think that you're going to impact any like bird's life in that way like birds don't you know maybe a raven but they they don't give a fuck about us like they're smart but they still don't like care and uh it's just to me it's kind of like a disservice to the cause to like take a stance for these certain animals that really i would equate them on the level of plants like they have an awareness that things are happening and that's about it oh yeah it's just absurd like i don't I just am grateful that I don't encounter too many people with these crazy ideas because I wouldn't even know how to just have a reasonable conversation with them about it. Well, to to some of their credit, some of them aren't so militant about it. It's like they chose their lifestyle. They're not going to get in your face about it. But Yeah, I mean, I have no problem with being like with the vegans and vegetarians. They're like, I just do it for health reasons it's not like i'm trying to fight back against like the cruelty of animals i'm like oh that's fine if you don't if you just don't eat meat like just because you don't want to i don't care but like to make it a fucking statement is just so obnoxious uh, the whole thing like uh you're gonna go like you care more about the animals lives than humans lives you're like why why i don't understand. i mean because they're more quote-unquote pure because they're fucking retarded like they, they don't have a capacity to be like to have thought or emotion so that's why they're more pure like by that logic we should just all die like i don't understand it's so it's so disconnected and i feel like it's just a way kind of circling back to my initial idea of it it's, it's just like a way to try to make yourself feel good about something without actually really doing any real work i also think about with the um like these vigils and stuff like, I'm not religious, so I don't know if it centers around, like, there's a religious aspect to it. But I'm like, if the if the animals are, like, too dumb to, like, obviously they don't believe in God. They don't even have a consciousness. So what is, like, what is your hopes and prayers going to do for, like, do you think all the things we kill end up in heaven if you believe in heaven? That would be right. That would be the only conclusion you could draw if you if you legitimately believe that all animals are pure because of their lack of intellectual capacity, and you also believe in religion. Then, fucking heaven's crowded as fuck with animals. Like it's just all every single animal that ever existed, even the ones that like kill their offspring for survival. Like they don't have a barometer. Is that they're not sinning, right? Because they don't. They, there's no context for them to sin, so they're in heaven too. Heaven's only just animals and all the people are in hell. Like nobody, nobody was pure enough. Well, and Mormons, Mormons are up there too with the animals. They were the only ones that got it right. They really hit the nail on the head with the polygamous relationships. Yeah. I like how the difference between like uh, Mormonism and Scientology where they're like, yeah, they're, but they both seem kind of out there and uh, crazy and they've only been made up in recent history. But at least Mormons are really nice. Like, I don't have a problem with them. It's, they're cool. They can do whatever they want. They're, they're just trying to help people. Yeah, my experience with, with the Mormon people is that they're always pleasant. They don't try to fucking make me into a Mormon or anything. And uh, 
I appreciate that. Uh, thank you, Mormon people, for being really cool about it. You know. Yeah, that is like the uh, one of the one ups they have on like some Christian uh, groups where they try to save you. You know, bring you in. I was thinking about that the other day because I was in. I think I was like just starting high school or something, and some girl that I was trying to talk to on the uh, AOL Instant Messenger. She was like Aim. telling me to. Yeah, telling me to come to one of her like church groups, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll meet her," and like da da da. We'll just like hit it off from there. And then I look back, and it totally didn't work that way. And then I look back on it, and I'm like, "That's all she was trying to do, was just trying to get me to show up and like convert me." <laughs> the more you know. See now, every, how people listening know better. If you get invited to a church group. And your intention is to get with this person. You should reconsider. So let's talk about. I don't. I don't think we fully uh, covered this topic last time, but um, things that we wish existed already. Oh yeah, I think we got enough. Uh, we can definitely spin our wheels on this a few times. Yeah, a lot of fodder here. Um, the next one I wanted to bring up was uh, lightsabers, and the the thing with those that I want to bring up is like if they existed today would they really be that like cool or relevant or would have they been way more useful like i don't know like a hundred years ago before we had all these like guns and explosives and like crazy like if you're running around in like medieval times with a lightsaber you could like fuck shit up the same way you could if you had like a machine gun or something but today like you're not going to be able to do that much uh, damage with a lightsaber. Well, even like you mentioned a hundred years ago, you'd be in World War One. They'd be like getting fucking poisonous gas, and you're like you're holding a lightsaber and you're slowly dying. You're like, yeah, I wish I had a gun, or I wish I was at home. Really, I wish I wasn't here. But uh, yeah, with lightsabers, I think that it would just be big in the welding industry. Um, but outside of that, I'm not sure how much more use they would get in present day. Obviously, like um, attempted bank robberies, I think, would go up a lot. You just slice through and into the vault and take the money. That's pretty sweet. They had the, what was that, episode one when they like plunge them through the freaking giant security door and just dragging it through all the uh, steel or whatever, whatever space metal their uh, ship was made out of. I mean, it would be good for muggings too, you know. Uh, like instead of having a switchblade, you have a fucking lightsaber. <laughs> but I, I, my, my question would be like, what is the cost, and like, how do you procure them? And in, you know, from the Star Wars lore, you have to, you have to build your own lightsaber. So how hard is it to build a lightsaber? Is my question. They don't really go into that in the movies. The logistics. Where are we getting these crystals from, huh? Where are these? lightsaber crystals coming from it starts a new uh lightsaber crystal trade and they're like oh these lightsabers are certified they're not blood blood crystals they were not a product of conflict minerals or anything like that i just imagine like all the people cutting off their limbs and shit by accident and it's like most i feel like as long as you're not if you're only cutting off like a limb and not a whole like cutting your torso in half you're gonna survive most of the uh limb severings because it'll cauterize the wound itself <laughs> yeah it's perfect it's perfect for limbs uh 
So anytime you walk around, like seeing somebody missing like their legs or something, you no longer think like war veteran or like uh, somebody like, I don't know, like somebody with diabetes that got their like legs amputated. You just like shake your head like fucking around with a lightsaber. I feel like now in our present day with um, digital effects and like the lightsaber kid, I mean, we get the full benefit of the lightsaber is it's flashy and cool. We can do that digitally where we don't really need to have lightsabers because of the things that you've mentioned, all the problems, uh, the the uh, hazards and trappings that come with this technology, all the disembowelments of our youth. uh, Yeah. My degree allows me to just shit on people's ideas and, science or approaches to things it's like i don't i'm not going to tell you how to do something but i'll tell you a million white reasons why you can't do it like that's super useful that's like a superpower that uh would be really useful yeah yeah (laughs) um the next thing i was wanted to talk about for uh things we wish existed kind of a twofold question with like flying cars and self-driving cars because i'm not quite sure that um Flying cars would work unless they were self-driving. True. Because, yeah, I mean, you got to be a fucking pilot. You got to go through all this training to be a pilot compared to, like, getting your driver's license is a joke. So I don't know. They made it work pretty well in The Fifth Element. I think they were speeding around and pretty organized in that that movie. I think we should base our aspirations towards the future on The Fifth Element. God, if only. Um, but to, I mean, my personal dream, and I, I'm kind of saddened that it's kind of bogged down in its current state. But it was is that every every car is self driving car, and nobody drives again, um, because I would love to just do whatever I want on my way to anywhere without having to take public transportation. Yeah, I mean, you could. I feel like you can get away with most stuff. Uh... Like when if you're just taking Uber and Lyft, but I mean you just couldn't get like weird in your car, I suppose. You can't spark up a joint right in front of the guys. I mean I don't know. Maybe you can. If you can, then you know it's cheaper to just fill up your fucking self-driving car with. Uh, well, I guess at this point we're we're talking about with charging as opposed to filling. But um, you know, hey, we're gonna pound that fucking fossil fuel until it's totally gone. So let's, yeah, uh, keep that going. It makes me that makes me wonder because you can't have. Like, if you have four people in a car, the you can't have people in the passenger in the backseat drinking beers while you're driving, even if you're not, right? Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. So you shouldn't... So that I wonder, does that apply for um, smoking weed while driving? Maybe. I, I think we need to, like, w- coinciding with the advent of self-driving cars, there are a lot of laws have to be changed and modified. Um, especially if we're introducing the element of flying cars, but uh, I mean, obviously, that's the quickest way to do things with the the format of a car as transportation is to have them fly, uh, which makes them what airplanes, I guess. But uh, outside of that, I mean, the other the other way it seems that things are going is we're shifting more toward like underground magnetic tunnels and that kind of shit. So I, I'm not as excited about that, even if it's more efficient for time and it's a, it's more reminiscent of, of teleportation. But, um, I like the idea of having like, you know, your own little fucking car. Like, I don't know. We should put, um, higher taxes on alcohol 
and use the money to fund self-driving car programs so that as people get more self-driving cars, they consume more alcohol and it's just a circular uh, benefit there. Oh, yeah. Well, I, the one thing that came up, um, I'm sure you've seen the whole, uh, the the problem with the self-driving cars as it stands now, I think, is because there's a mix. There's like people driving self-driving cars and then you got like, the the pedestrian like the lady that jumped out in front of the car um in arizona and got hit and then it comes to find like more evidence comes out you're like it sounds like she would have got hit regardless of whether it was a self-driving car or not um but but still within like the law and how society views it it's like a it seems like a step backwards for that technology which is kind of unfair yeah it's like you don't bring up how many people die from getting hit by people driving cars like the numbers are just insane but th- i think the problem though is because the numbers are so low for uh the amount of self-driving cars that even one accident gets you like it in the like whole percentages if not you know double digits for like number of accidents per you know what i'm saying like the percentage wise makes it look massive but that could definitely you don't know for sure if that percentage would diminish over time like we could just have the same number of cars self-driving cars and we don't get another accident for like three years so that percentage now drops to like 0.001 but because the time span and the quantity of these is so low you don't know yeah i feel like to that point it's just if we if we've totally switched over and and we're looking side by side at like casualty rates or or at just accident rates or whatever like by far by far it's going to be better with with self-driving cars but there's just like the stigma that people can't get over i i I don't get it myself i think it's brilliant i don't know if it's just people want to be in control or something but i'm like the computers will do it better than me that's for damn sure so i'll just let them do it and i can chill yeah, it just seems crazy to me, and it's like I try not to write it off as like, oh, the oil and car companies are just, uh, you know, telling the government and propaganda to, like, get people to not use the self-driving cars or, like, electric cars as well. But I think it's deeper than I think it's just, just people being dumb in general. I think it's, like, it's easy to, to manipulate them as they are because of that, like, there's, like, a... I don't know. It, 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 when you talk to people, it, it feels like there's some people that are not totally comfortable with it. Well, on that note, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Yahoo! Save the date and don't wait for the 88th annual rebate debate, mate. Debate the wait for the rebate to compensate. We're hoping the great rebate debate will procreate for the debate about rebates. Want you to contemplate how to investigate this debate. Don't get all right if you're late. It's easy to navigate and align to know white. This year's new debate has a new mate, Nate Pate, debating rebates against Dorshlon Mandouche, the defending great rebate debate champion, mate. This colossal debate might escalate to changing the fate of rebates at a further date. Remember, don't wait. Come to the great rebate debate. If you need to locate the rebate debate, don't hesitate to investigate. www.88thgreatrebatedebate. Don't wait, .gov. Welcome to Tapas Talk, the premier top show about tapas. 
with your host, Tapatio. Yo, 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 it's me, Tapatio. We're gonna start it off with Tap of the Day. Tap, Tapa News for Tap of the Day is the grand opening of Tap of the Morning to ya. This new fresh steak on tapas is just what the city of Dublin ordered. We suggest you either order the tapari order, a baseball team tapas dish that would strike out your hunger, or try the tapa out, an MMA team tapas meal that would choke your taste buds into submission. Moving on, we have our tapa 10 best tapas locations in the world. Thank you for enjoying this free sample of Tapas Talk from the Food Talk Network. Purchase a subscription today for $5 a month and enjoy unlimited Tapas Talk. We have several other shows as well. Come check us out. We're not affiliated with the Food Network. Yahoo! Alright, we're back, guys. Uh, Nathan, how was your break? Not too shabby. Yeah, got a lot done. Oh, yeah. And talk to you a little more. It's pretty good. That's that's always a good use of anyone's time, conversations with me. Should offer it as a service. I should. It's like those uh it's like a non sexual uh phone hotline. Like uh like fucking Taddy Mason from Rick and Morty. Is that I, I have no context on that. Uh it was like they kept getting um I, I don't remember exactly, but basically there was commercials for like call Taddy Mason. Do you need somebody to talk to? And they get this fat ass phone bill at the end of the episode because uh, Jerry's like been calling him all the time because he's just bored from being unemployed at home. Yeah, so we'll do that with you. It'll be sponsored by Arizona. Bam. Yeah. We can fucking stop doing this goddamn podcast and make some real money. <laughs> yeah, I really just want that free Arizona product. Yeah. Normally it's 99 cents, but I get them for free now. Yeah, that's kind of the fucked up thing is it's hard to mark up the price when they put 99 cents on the can. Yeah, it's right there. They're pretty good at controlling their cost. You're like, what are you trying to do here? Uh, what? $1.30? No, no, the, the can says 99 cents. I'm not paying any more than that. You're gouging me here, buddy. Well, um, so one thing uh, I did want to do um, before we start rolling into uh, some of our, our bits here is um, just to get our finger on the pulse of the youth of America, I, I guess Snapchat is their favorite thing. So um, I, I'm rolling through the, the Discover Stories section and just wanted to read a few of them just so that people that may not be aware kind of get an idea of what's out there. Um, this one's one of my favorites I saw today. It says, quiz, who dunked the first donut? I always wonder with that, like, who, how long after donuts were created did somebody uh, actually figure to dunk it? And then what did they dunk it in, you know? Well, this is a quiz. Apparently, I, I don't know what it answers, but uh, it answers some questions about who dunked the first donut, I guess. I, I don't really understand how it's a, a thing, but... um. Yeah. yeah, what you said is infinitely more interesting than that headline. I should be the one doing these quizzes. This is, uh, here's another one that I uh, I like. It says, when will Demi finally reveal her truth? And when I hear Demi, I think Demi Moore, and this is not a picture of Demi Moore. I don't know who this is. Uh, it, it's probably that Demi Lovato, some Disney Channel Is it, maybe? Girl. Yeah. 
I think she was on Disney Channel and had drug problems like everybody that was on Disney Channel as a kid. And now they're uh, all, all better now. Here's um, Here's another good one. Why sex is complicated when you're in college? I mean, in my experience, that's it's the least complicated sex you'll have in your life. But uh, okay, sure. Yeah, there was some statistic that like, I don't know where I heard this. I wish I could remember because it'd have more relevance. But they were like talking to a group of like high school students about like high school or college students about like sexual like sex education, and they asked them about like uh condom use and it was pretty much just laughter from the entire audience like none of them ever use condoms i was like damn these kids rolling the fucking dice here yeah not a good choice um here's a here's a good one i like that it's from uh some apparently the feed is called celebrity binge watch it says johnny knoxville broke his what that's it that's just I guess you're supposed to click it to find out what he broke, but who really gives a shit? Is I he's got like a movie coming out called like Action Point, and I was like, it. So you just did Jackass without the other people? Yeah, it, the licensing was probably an issue, so they're like, we'll just rename it and we'll do the same shit. Um, not I, I don't know how much more we want to do on this, but uh, this one I thought was pretty good from Cosmo. What your pimples say about your worst habits? <laughs> I'm guessing it's. I ate a lot of fucking fast food, and uh, that's about it. Yeah, I just like I'm like no part is is intrigued, is intrigued. I am by how stupid that is. No part of that uh, reading that article would have anything useful for you. Like I, you'd be like, well, I didn't get like that was a waste of time. I I I kind of this one. Um, I'm having a little trouble understanding exactly what it means. To, from the 17 feet, it says, You're going to totally ship Bella Thorne with her celeb crush. That's it, what it says verbatim. I don't, I don't really understand it. And, going to ship yeah, her? You're going to totally ship Bella Thorne with her celeb crush. Oh, no. I don't know who she is, and I don't uh, know what they mean by ship. So this is it's just been a little sampling of what's out there in the Snapchat stories and what our... My understanding is what our youth is uh, checking out, what they're clicking on, and what they're yeah. hanging out with. We need like we need to get like my younger brother, who's actually in this age demographic, to explain uh, some of these for us. Yeah, I, I would love to know what totally shipping someone about their celebrity crush is, is what exactly that means. They're like it's like their eyebrows being on fleek, and then you go, yeah, okay, yeah, because eyebrows are so important. All right. Well, that that's been fun. <laughs> I've I've left that more confused about uh the youth of today than I was uh, prior. Yeah. So, you know, we I think we've all learned a lot. Um. So yeah, I guess we can start getting into uh some of the more meatier stuff we have here in the second half. Roll it. Power underwhelming. With underwhelming power comes no responsibility. All right you know the name of the game you uh want to go with your superpower first or should i um you you start so i only had one this week just by the nature of me being a little busy from uh full disclosure I just moved recently um so i didn't have as as much uh so we'll we'll do yours i'll do mine and then we'll do your 
You're the you want to you want to dox yourself or anything? Give out your uh, public address or anything like that? No. You can send. I'll get a PO box soon. You can send me stuff there. Wait, wait. I can't tell him that I, I moved recently. What's the problem with that? You got an issue <laughs> no, with that? No, there's nothing. No, there's nothing wrong with I, that. I'm not a fucking person. I can't be real with our audience. Yeah, you're garbage. Okay. You should, you should live in a dumpster, and not and not the one that is Merced. Hey, I just wanted to give at least some excuse. You know, it's a real excuse, by the way. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> um, so my first uh, superpower is uh, the ability to put yourself in slow motion. So like, I'm not talking like you fake like move slow. It's like how you're literally like your reaction timing, your ability to move just gets cut in like half or a quarter. So it'd be like in the, instead of you being able to move super quickly and everybody are out around you is in slow motion. It's like you're just speeding up everybody around you, but you're actually just going way slower. So time isn't slowing down. It's just you. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, this is, I didn't have a lot of time to think on this one. I, I wasn't sure that was the case. I, I thought, oh, this is an easy one. You, you can put the world in slow motion, but it's just yourself. My, yeah. Okay. All right. Oh shit. Um. Oh man, dude. I, I <laughs> putting yourself in slow motion would. Um. I, I'm finding a hard to think of a benefit to this in any way. Uh, I'll give you an angle you might be able to work with. Think about uh, muscle fatigue, like holding something up. So you're, you're slowing down, the fatigue of your muscles, so you can. Hold yeah, something so longer, of, in a sense. Yeah, okay. yeah. I just, th I just realized that could potentially work in your favor as we're talking about it. Well, I could have used that in some moments when I was moving, um, like fucking carrying a goddamn couch uh, downstairs. It would have been great to have that. Your superpower, you just have a moving service, and you're just like, you just keep your overhead low because you can just uh, work by yourself and not get tired. Yeah, I mean, it would definitely be like a really tedious task to do it, but it would it would help a little bit, I would think, because um, I'm already going pretty slow downstairs with the with the couch. But um, I, in terms of like defeating an evil villain, um, might be an issue. The only thing I could think is if there was some sort of way that you were captured and you're being monitored by the villain, you put yourself in a slow motion, you slow your heart rate way down. And to him, it seems like you've entered a coma or you fucking or you're oh, like you're almost dead or, or, you know, you're, you're on the verge of death. So you do you put your your fucking cardiovascular, your whole body in slow motion. And um, and uh, I, I guess you just have to, like, kind of feel it out. You're like, maybe he thinks I'm dead now. And then you go back and, and, and try to escape or whatever it is. You would be you could slow your aging that way, too. Like you could just put yourself basically in the. Uh, uh, depending on how slow you could make yourself, you, you just put yourself into like stasis. I guess that would be great for like when you watch movies, you know, You're like I might as well be in slow motion. I'm not needing to do anything specific. I, I can take a little longer to grab the popcorn. It's no problem. Well, to you, it would look like the movies getting fast forwarded because you'd be processing it so slowly. That'd be a great way to watch movies. If I can get through them, finally. I could, then I would actually go watch the new Avengers movie. If I, if, to me, if I was watching it, it seemed like it was just like half an hour. 
I could actually get through it. I don't think it sit through the cheesy fucking shitty dialogue the whole time. Hate hating on those Avengers. I still haven't seen it, by the way. I'm still true to my word. Fuck Marvel movie. You haven't seen Deadpool as well. I've seen I'm the guessing. first Deadpool, not the second one. Yeah. I haven't watched it either, but I figured I I already spoiled it for myself, so I'll watch it eventually. If I do watch it though, it'll definitely be in slow motion. Or uh, should I say fast forwarded, but with me in slow motion. Let's make it more confusing. Um Yeah, yeah, I guess that's the only in terms of like trying to trick uh, a captor into thinking that you're you're dead or or something like that would be the most that's the best thing I can think of in terms of like a useful as a superhero using it as a useful power. No, no, I was actually, I was, go, I was thinking about this as we were going through it. So I think we found, found there's actually a lot more power in uh, being able to turn yourself slow motion than I thought. Still sucks, but there's, there's something you can do. Yeah. What do you got? Um, so the one I got for uh, for this segment here is um, magically sort out recycling. Like you don't have to um, do it manually. You can just like the way I envisioned it when I thought of it is, is kind of like a, a wizard. You know, you can levitate yeah, them. Like and you then... levitate all the stuff <laughs> and then bring, separate it into two groups. Yeah. And then you can put them back into the bags as it's perfectly sorted. <laughs> You gotta do that manually though. Like, you can't have it go back into a bag. You gotta pick all this shit up back off the ground. Yeah, it, you you sort it magically, but you don't get to like put it in the bags magically. Yeah, I think the usefulness of that power wholly depends on how much you can uh, sort at once. Like, because if you only can do like a garbage bag full, that ain't shit. But if you can like do like you know a ton of garbage at a time you could uh you could make some money that way and then you could just be batman how great would that be if the batman origin story <laughs> started <Yeah>. with <laughs> magically sorting out huge like landfills and just like extracting the recycling from them and like... that's the biggest secret of batman he does actually have a superpower but it's the only benefit it has is to making him money to buy all the shit to do actually cool things. Yeah, that was my train of thought would be uh, the only way is the the financial gain in terms of re- the recycling. But that would take a really long time. Um, you might want to find a way to put the world into slow motion while you're sorting that much recycling to, to make it economically feasible to sustain a Batman lifestyle. I just picture like when... They, when you show this like recycling guy, just like Captain uh, Planet sees him and is just getting like a hard on for him. Yeah, um, that would be uh, great for Captain Planet. One of the kids is the recycling sorter kid, and he's just like this. This kid's my favorite. Like the Earth, Wind, Fire, Heart, and all that shit. Like they're okay, sure, but he's really saving the world. The creator of Captain Planet's just like they're getting on the phone now because they've heard this and they're like, "We gotta do a reboot. This is brilliant. We've been waiting for that one special idea to give us justification to reboot Captain Planet. This is it. We don't need heart anymore. We have re- the recycling kid. Yeah, finally something that's more useful than heart. So get at us, hit us up. We will. Uh, we'll work out a deal. All right. Um. So let's go ahead and. Uh, Lay it, lay on the next one. Lay it on me. All right. 
So this one would be the ability to uh, never burp or fart. Like, so you could drink a carbonated soda and it just, you don't burp. Uh, or you say you eat like something with, makes you gassy. You just, you don't fart. I, I can understand it, Andrew. You don't have to fucking break it down like I'm a two-year-old. I don't know. I, I wonder sometimes. So uh, yeah, Outside of like being really great for social situations, I'm, I'm trying to think of something that would uh, really benefit the... Um, like a superhero in general socialite man he never gets put in embarrassing situations this would have been good for me back in my adolescence but now i don't care i couldn't care less if if i fart or not but um i guess the only thing it would just help your stealthiness like if you're already like kind of like a ninja type dude like what better way to increase your your stealth ability than to never have to worry about burping or farting regardless of your diet the the power of that just motivates you to become a ninja. You're like, I have an advantage that no one else has. Hey, it's it's a game of inches. Anything that you can do to give yourself that slight edge. Can you imagine the ninja that got caught from uh, farting? <laughs> <laughs> He's like in the bush, like right, uh, waiting for like the guy to turn his back, and then he accidentally farts and just gets stabbed in the bush. They that was the um, that was Nacho Libre, right? When he's trying to sneak up on the chip bandit, yeah. and fucking farts right before he gets him. Um, I guess you betrayed me. Yeah, it's that's a arguably a superpower. Um, first off, I'm just gonna give myself a little credit for having trouble with this. That's that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, I feel like you could achieve this ability without uh just through dietary choices yeah yeah although there's a debate uh on uh what is it your mom's house podcast where they're like does the shit push the farts out or does the fart push the shit out so like if you couldn't fart there's potential that you wouldn't be able to shit either you got to weigh. Do you want to weigh in on that? Yeah, I feel like the shitting is is like your muscles working through your intestines. It's not necessarily because farts are derived of like pockets of air that get, you know, brought in, right? But when you're eating and whatnot or whatever kind of chemical thing is going down there. Um, but I, I feel like your body is capable of pooping without farting for sure. <laughs> it's my hot take on it, at least. What do you think? I think uh, I've always been a firm believer that the shit pushes the farts out because uh, I was told by my sister, of all people, um, that if you're farting a lot and it smells bad, you just need to go take a shit and then it'll like clear it, clear everything up. So I've lived my I live my uh, life by that uh, principle. That's my thing is like, yeah, I, I know I'm going to need to shit. If I'm farting a lot, like, yeah, don't tell me I'm I'm going to need to shit later. Like, it's pretty given. Like, yeah, I just don't need to shit now. I just need to fart. So I'll get to it. Don't worry about it. Let me handle my fucking bowel movements myself. You don't need to remind yeah. me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> thanks for the insight. I'm going to need to shit later. Oh, thanks. Gotcha. Thanks, buddy. Um. So, yeah, I think... Uh, the slow motion one, that's got to be the best one. The burping and farting, I would debate the validity of that. But the putting yourself in slow motion, yeah, it's a pretty good one. I, I give, you, give right. it up to you on that. Woo!
not that we're we're assigning winners or anything, but um, it, there's always winners and losers in life. You gotta make that clear. Otherwise, what are we gonna? What are we doing, anyways? Without dark, there is no light. Yeah, yin and yang, baby. Um. So yeah, just before we wrap it up, as always, I just need to get a little quick update here. Every time you play that, I start to understand a little bit more of what you're saying. What you th- what you think you say? You're saying Fabergé egg update. <laughs> I mean, I know you're saying that, but it's hard to uh, like actually pick out the words. And I wanted to make sure to interrupt you on your update. Yeah, I know. Right out of the gate. Thank right you. Right out of the fucking gate. Thank you so much. It's such a, a joy to work with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be a long update. Like, it's as long as I want it to be. And the more you interrupt me, the more I want to waste your fucking time. The people need to know about Fabergé eggs. I think the audience has grown more and more fascinated by the uh, week with the uh, intricate uh, history of Fabergé eggs. I, I mean, I'll give history, but the original idea for this was just to give you an, like, I just want to make sure, you know, like if they've been, if there's another one found, I'll let you know if there's not, then there's not. If you want to know more about Fabergé eggs, that's up to my discretion, whether I want to tell you more about it. So what you, are you just going to tell us that that no new eggs have been found and that's it? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) well, I mean, so, you know, for anybody that hasn't listened before, um, of the, of the possible 50 jeweled imperial eggs, only 43 are still known to exist. The last egg was found in 2014 right here in the good old USN of A. I messed that up a little bit. But, um, that was the third imperial Easter egg. Um, and my question I posit is, will any more be found? And if they are, I will let you know. That's what this update's all about. Um, so none have been found, though, uh, since we last spoke. And uh, I, I, I firmly believe that there will be another one found, hence the Fabergé update. And uh, that's it. Fascinating. Yeah. You want to roll us out? Yeah. So um, if you're interested in interacting with us on any form, uh, Twitter, at It's Hella Rad. Um, our SoundCloud is backslash It's Hella Rad. Facebook is simply hella rad. We also have a YouTube, which excuse me, uh, doesn't have a specific domain yet. We need to have like a hundred subscribers, which will likely never happen. So you just have to do a search and find it there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we literally have gotten no feedback as of yet. So send us something and we'll, we'll actually respond to you. All right, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll uh, talk to you next week. Yabu. Not bad.